back for another one. Entertainment episode 97. It's October 8th. It's Tuesday. And Michael and Alex joined via Skype. What's up, guys? What is going on? What up? Just another Tuesday. But this time, the Steelers are 1-4. We got a lot to talk about. Lots to talk about today. A lot of football action. Hockey's back. Baseball's in full swing in the playoffs. No pun intended. Nice. Um, and there's some NBA going on. A lot of sports, sports, sports going around. Lots to talk about. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of sports. Uh, but like I said, the Pittsburgh Steelers, currently sitting at a 1-4 and four record, is the time to hit the panic button. Definitely no. not. No. No, why? I the only reason is because everybody else in our division sucks so bad <laughs> that we could still potentially clinch. It, yeah. It definitely helps that our whole division is just dog shit. Uh yeah, what the Ravens are three and two. And they lead the the division as of now. The Browns got their fucking throats dicked down last night by uh Jimmy 49ers and company. Right. And so that's why I say the Steelers, not time to hit the panic button. You mentioned Jimmy G, Michael. Uh, Jimmy G and company, 4-0 record. Steelers lost to them, rightfully so. Yeah, we fucking know, Ty. <laughs> but uh, the teams that the Steelers have lost to this season are combined 16-3. and Two of those teams are the only two undefeated teams left in the league right now. Patriots and 49ers. The competition has been good so far. The, I yeah, mean, and and, and we're starting our third string quarterback. Like, yeah, shit's not gonna be where we want it to be at this point, but we're not out of it. Absolutely not out of it. And um, yeah, the one team that we did beat was just the shittiest team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> however, I mean that's a good win. You got, you have to get that win. That's a must win, and they won. So, cheers to them. Yeah, but I definitely, I mean, like you said, Tapia, the division shit. So, I mean, everyone on Twitter, all these Steelers fans, everyone giving us shit, saying, you know, the season's over, looking forward to next year. It's like, yeah, I'm looking forward to next year, but that's in, like, the back of my mind. I'm fucking playing, I'm looking forward to every week. Like, the Steelers are the fucking Steelers, bro. We know who they are with or without first strings or stud stars. Like, they are who we thought they were. They, I mean, I was going to say they are who we thought, thought they weren't because I, would ne- I never thought that in 2019 the Steelers would start off 1-4. And, and I also would say... Two of those games were pretty winnable. Like, this Ravens game was winnable, and the Seahawks game was very winnable. Agree. You know, and, you know, even the Niners game, if you look at it, like, we turned the ball over. We got them to turn the ball over five times. So, it's a lot of these games where, like, it just barely slipped out of our hands because the Seahawks and the Ravens one was a lot closer. But, I would like, we didn't get completely – we didn't get embarrassed like we did the first game. Right. And yeah. yeah, that first game, 
I mean, we knew that they were going to lose that game from the, when the schedule was released. Yep. It, like but, you said, dude, it's like we have trouble with the Patriots the same way the Bengals have trouble with the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter fucking who's playing or, or who's on whose roster. Who's if, on first? If, and what's on second? In the, like, if the Bengals come to Heinz Field and if the Steelers go to Foxborough, it's just going to be a fucking disaster. Yep. It's a sad reality. A lot of bloodbaths uh, going on there. Uh, but let's talk about this most recent game. A loss to the shitbird Ravens. Nobody likes to see it. A uh, very close game. Uh, the scary point in the game, Mason Rudolph going down, uh, getting knocked out fucking flat cold, dude. He got, he was out before he hit the ground, and then when he hit the ground, his head bounced off the ground. And his arms went straight up. Just went. Dude, it's like, yeah, it, well, and his arms, like, fucking just got stiff. Yeah. It's scary. It was scary. My good hand. <laughs> it, dude, it was scary. I literally... Dude, Juju was on the field crying. I had flashbacks yeah, to like fucking Shazier. Dude. Yeah. And, it, and, and Sorry, Tiger, you go ahead. The fact that they brought out the cart and the stretcher, and it didn't even work. They took his face mask off, which I saw today on Twitter. Somebody said the only time he ever sees them take off the face mask is when they get put on a stretcher or backboard because it's serious. So they took off his face mask. You thought it was a serious injury, but then he gets up and walks off the field. Which, Michael, I know you and I had this conversation. You were not very fucking pleased. The fact that he walked off when he was knocked out cold. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and my thing, too, it's not like he was knocked out and kind of woke up. Dude, he wasn't waking up for a while. He was. And that's, that, that's the part that concerned me the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. He was knocked out longer than most UFC fights I've ever seen in my life. Like 99.9%. Yeah. It's like, fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> and before we talk more about that, the fucking play he made, yeah, incredible, like incredible. incredible, kept them in that game. Like that was huge. If he would have just eaten that sack, that <laughs> like I would have <laughs> not watched lost. the second half of the game. <laughs> Good one, Ty. Yeah, I mean, but he made a hell of a play, and then got popped. And dude, that cart thing that made me so mad. We'll talk about the Earl Thomas hit, whether it was yeah. vicious or not. But I don't. Somebody said on responded to us on Twitter. The cart was broken. That is such a fucking unacceptable excuse. Oh, I agree. Like this man was crushed. Whether it's an illegal hit or not, he was knocked out cold. Fucking head bounced off the ground. Like you guys were saying, he was on the ground forever. Ty mentioned you only take the mask off when it's, you know, a super serious injury. If the <laughs> cart doesn't work, you they, you have a secondary cart. You have a, an emergency cart. You see one of the Ravens players get fucking carted off in another cart. Dude, and especially it's unacceptable in a $15 billion industry. $15 right. billion dollar industry. There's and no NFL excuse for this. They were saying that, you know, this past year or all the rule changes have been for player safety and whatnot. It's like the severity of that hit. You do not let him walk off under his own power under any circumstances. Even if he says that he's Gucci to walk off, 
he he did not look Gucci to walk off. Yeah, yeah, he no, was fucking seeing stars for sure. He should definitely not. And <clears throat> Michael, you said the the Earl Thomas hit. That's that's been the talk of the the town lately. Is you know whether or not that was a legal hit or not. Most Steelers fans, I'd say all for the most part, Steeler fans would agree that it was a dirty hit. It was a helmet to helmet hit. He should have been flagged. He should have been ejected. Now, I don't know what you guys think, but from what I saw, yeah, he should be fined for it. I don't know that he should have been ejected for it, but I definitely don't think it was an egregious hit, and I don't think he meant to hurt him. I think he was just coming in high with his hands up because, you know, contemplating the pass. (laughs) That's what what defenders do. It's called playing defense in football. And he right. came in high and he went to hit him and it just so happened he hit him high when he hit him. I don't think he did I, it on purpose and I definitely don't think it was egregious. I, I agree with you 100%. And I think the part that maybe it sucks because the fact that he was getting hit from behind and the front at the same time right, is what maybe like makes it worse. But like never Earl Thomas on all people, never I never thought he was a dirty player. I, I've never seen him make a hit where I was like, wow, like, that's fucked up. But, you know, I mean, the hit he was, it was just a football hit. Yeah, he might, I think he accidentally hit him too high. It was like, just it was unfortunate. Yeah, right. it's unfortunate. Like, you know, like, I would never, like, I after the play, I was never like, oh, after I was like, yeah, he's going to get fined. At the moment, I would have liked to see him ejected just because of the heat of the moment. Right. But looking back on it, like, it, I mean, I, I'm not mad. But Steelers fans also have to remember when talking about hits like that against the Seahawks, Bud Dupree popped, fucking popped uh, Wilson Russell. right yeah. in the mouth and totally should have been ejected based yeah. on the hit. And he wasn't. They didn't call anything. So, Dude, also, I mean, I guess we were talking about it too. Bud Dupree, who was it? Was it Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill? That he knocked out like two years ago in the playoff game. He just, he like late hit full helmet to helmet knocked him in his ass and put him into like next year yeah and you say that in like a negative way i love that about bud dupree like we need to see more of that bro like let's get after the quarterback yeah well dude you see what getting after the quarterback gets you fucking what's his name i can't remember his name it's too complicated to pronounce uh d lineman on the steelers the one that uh, yeah 92 Uh, no. Odani Let's eat at Denny's. Yeah. Dude, he literally hit um Lamar Jackson no. as he was getting rid of the ball, took him to the ground, not even hard, just like made a football tackle, gets called for the roughing the passer. I don't even know what a roughing the passer is anymore. He grabbed oh, him dude, around the knees, like right around the th- quads the thighs like it was the most perfect just fundamentally sound tackle and safest tackle you could possibly have yeah he didn't land on the qb with his the bo- his body weight he didn't hit him with the crown of his helmet he didn't hit his le- like legs he didn't hit his head he didn't hit him in the ch- like what the fuck yeah it's ola adeni adeni ola let's see the denny's yeah they, <laughs> they have great pancakes what can i say and he actually tweeted too after the game. He quote tweeted the video of his uh, play, and he said, "I'm sorry, Steelers fans. I was just trying to make a play." Yeah, I was like, "Bro, 
you don't have to fucking apologize. Like, I think, or I hope that was more of just like a troll to the NFL. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, also, Gene Steratore says that 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 play was wrong. Yeah, he also said that Devin Bush interception was wrong. So you just got to eat that one. <laughs> well, dude, and, and you notice a pattern here, though. The officiating this year has been fucking atrocious. So and bad. This whole fucking challenging penalty bullshit has to go, dude. You, Dude, these coaches are wasting challenges on plays that they're clearly right on, but they don't get reversed because there's no clear and cut evidence. So right. you're just wasting okay. challenges and timeouts. And you know what? I, I, I know you're talking about the favor of us. Yeah. The Ravens only had like one timeout in the first half because they had fucking two challenges and failed them both. I just think it's a dumb fucking rule that you can challenge that shit. Like, I get the right. Saints like got fucked last year. I totally but get that's that. that's one fucking team. It doesn't, like, who the fuck do you think you are, Saints? Fucking just making new rules because of one play. Right. You're a sore loser. Like, I, one play shit. doesn't change the game. I totally get the frustration, and I, I get wanting that rule change. But it should it should have to come from, like, upstairs, like, the highest of the high of officiating should be be the only person that can be like, you know what, that was super fucking questionable. Let's take a look at that. You shouldn't be able to just challenge this shit all willy-nilly. Well, they do have, like, the coach doesn't challenge that off his shit. Like, he gets, he people talk to him through his headset that are upstairs watching TVs and shit, and they're the ones that say, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking throw them. Right. But and that's they're the problem, always they, wrong. These, so the coach... You know, he sees the play, whatever, but it's like, again, I always go to Madden. If you go to Madden and you do a replay to see what happened on the field and then you go back to challenge it, you can't. Yeah. So it's like stupid that the people that are upstairs that have all these cameras and different angles and shit, like they can see it and be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. throw that flag. Right. Stupid. No, it's crazy. It's like, it's, it's just, and if you're going to, it's very inconsistent. It's like, it's like how we were talking on in our group chat on, on Sunday that, the play calling was all over the place. Like some of them against us were wrong. Some of them that we got were also wrong, you know? So, I mean, it's, I guess the balance was there where, where I guess like everything we thought was going to go away wasn't and what wasn't was going. Well, and you said the balance was there and we're talking penalties. Both teams were penalized 11 fucking times. It's a lot. Dude. That's also, 20, also, also the, two, the, neut- the two neutral zone infringements. Yeah. TJ Watt, he dude, that was so oh my god. Bullshit. Oh my god. There were dude. five penalties, or Steelers had five penalties in the first nine minutes. I don't even remember those penalties. That's the but... thing, dude. Every penalty was so like ticky tack bullshit. Yeah, I agree. And then we were even saying, Ty, that one, uh, Deontay Johnson in the end zone, he pushed the defensive back closer to the ball. And I don't know what channel or how you guys are listening to it, but the you know commentators were saying, oh, yeah, that's clear pass interference because he Deontay Johnson pushed him, and that threw off his balance. I was like, no, he pushed him towards the ball. That fucker should have caught it. Right. No, I, I'm, dude, I'm totally with you. He literally, yeah. he didn't even push him hard either. He just kind of like went, uh, and Give him like a tap. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you're, he's like, he, he's like, oh, I can't catch up to him. Fuck it. Like, yeah, just whatever. it's like, that's a professional athlete. I'm sure he did not throw off his balance by 
nudging him towards the ball, towards the way he was already fucking running as it is. I was going to say, I bet you that he did nothing but help him. Yeah. It's, dude, he it's put him bullshit. in great position, and he didn't, he didn't make the play. Literally. Yeah, I know. You see, there's, there's so many things that just pissed me off in that game, but I am happy to say that the Steelers' defense, dude, they've Wait, com- no, let's keep talking about shit that pisses us off first. <laughs> dude, we'll be here all yeah. day, but okay. Okay, yeah. uh, I got, I got a few more things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, but we'll end with on a good note and get into the rest of the show. But- okay, save the best for last. Right, absolutely. Um, Tapia, you just kind of said it. The fucking Wildcat. Jalen Samuels. Um, why are you throwing a Wildcat pass on your four-yard line Dude. at any time in the game? And actually, I read I read today. I don't know if you guys seen this. Jalen Samuels, I guess until we find out we find out about his knee surgery, he was one of the backup emergency quarterbacks. He was their fifth-string backup emergency. Yeah. Who was fourth? Whoever's the practice squad guy, probably. Uh, yeah, they just let him go today. No, they. I saw they let go of somebody on their practice squad that was a quarterback, but it wasn't Paxton Lynch. Yeah, because no, I saw Paxton, Paxton Lynch is the number two now. Yeah, so they brought him up. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, though, but if Hodges went down, Paxton Lynch isn't there to suit up and play. He's a practice squad guy, so Jalen Samuels would have had to suit up and be the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's who I knew they were talking about was like, well, at South Carolina, he was like he played like everything, like no joke, everything. NC State, NC State, which yeah, is crazy were, to me. They mentioned that he he was such a versatile player. He played literally every position on offense. Yeah, plus the dude they let go on the practice squad. They only brought him in for the week to mimic how Lamar Jackson plays. Yeah, really. Yeah, I did see that. Decent. Um. Yeah, but. What are we doing running that uh, Wildcat pass? Listen, terrible fucking coaching decision. Terrible play calling. Use yeah. your fucking head. You're inside your own 20. You're already down, and you're going to run yeah. that. And from what I had heard is Jalen Samuels was supposed to he, – he was intended to pass it – or, I'm sorry, run it. But if he thought he was going to lose a bunch of yards or get the safety, he was supposed to just throw it off. So I think what happened is he, he kind of got backed up at first and he went to throw the ball off and he tried to throw it to somebody instead of throw it out of bounds and it just got fucking well, picked. That's the problem is he threw the ball before Washington had even beaten his guy and turned his head around. The ball was just up in the air. Washington had no idea where it was at. The defender was like, uh, why did he just throw that to me? Yeah, right. It was just like, bad, yeah, bad play call, was, bad execution. And the fact that they did it while they were backed up inside their own fucking 10 is like, Dude, we could have fucking used our brains better than that and been like, you know what? Probably a bad play call. <laughs> out of all the plays you choose to, to run there at that specific place. Well, and that's what we're saying. Like, regardless if he ran, if, you know, Samuels kept the ball and ran it, threw it, completed it, whatever. What are you doing running that play at that time of the game? Randy at Fickner. that? And listen, I like fucking dummy. I like the wild card thing. I like when I like they did it against the Bengals. It looked good. I don't mind mixing it into the Ravens game, but you don't think they fucking watched film on you running the Wildcat all fucking week? You don't think they figured that shit out in a week of preparing to play you? Like, get more creative. You can't just run the same shit you ran last week. I mean, what they did with that jet sweep with the where they they tossed it like three times. I mean, that ended up working. A lot better than just the normal. Right. Because it was different. They hadn't prepared for it. Yeah. Well, 
the problem is a bangle is a wild cat. So the Steelers fought fire with fire and used the wild cat against the Bengals. The problem against the Ravens is that they didn't go with the air attack. Yeah. That's what they needed dude, to do. Just run dude. streaks Yo, all fucking day you long. It. You, you should it. be the new offensive coordinator of the fucking Steelers. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I'd be phenomenal. I'm on season or year 2022 in Madden. Um, (laughs) Number one owner. I've won three Super Bowls. What do you guys want? (laughs) How old are you? How old are you? (laughs) Me? Or my owner? Uh, Both. 25. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Then, here, not to stray off too much. This week, the Steelers played the Chargers. What would you play the Chargers with? (laughs) I would start. TJ Watt at halfback because <laughs> there's another Watt that's on the Chargers. Oh, yeah. And Watt is also a unit measuring power. Yeah. So, Are you making these up on as you go? Don't, don't <laughs> forget Nick Bosa. Right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, don't forget Nick Bosa's on the team, too. Fuck that guy. Dude. The Bosa brother on the Niners last yeah. night tore it the fuck The Bosa's up. are disgusting. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're so both good. sick, but they're both very injury prone. They can't stay healthy. Yeah. But I was going to say, it's kind of, I mean, J.J. Watt. Speaking of injured. Niners and fullback, dude, the Niners run a fullback set, and I think it works pretty fucking well. I know. 100%. You've been talking, why don't we run the fullback? Why don't we, I know we're missing Rosie next, but dude, you run a fullback set, you... As far as running game goes, especially when you have a good fullback that can actually run the ball from time to time, it makes a world of difference. And passing, dude. Yeah. Like, it literally, and I say this every time, I'm sorry, Madden, I've got Mike Allstott. You utilize the fullback game. If I'm running a halfback dive, you've got a fucking beast blocker, Rosie Nix. Same idea. Or you do a little fake uh, halfback uh, play action. Rosie Nix, Mike Allstott, out to the side. Get you 10 yards. Like, Well, dude, the fullback on the Niners, every time Brita would fucking run up the middle, he would just, like, cut out and come in and chop block the fucking lineman, and you have a wide open hole. And Brita took it 82 fucking yards of the house. Like, dude, it first, works. Dude, the first play of the game, yeah. he Brita literally sprinted to the house. Or not the first play of the game, the first drive for the Niners, sorry. First play for the Niners, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And yeah. um, but you that use check, he's disgusting. Yeah, he's, he's so good. So good. I think <sighs> he got hurt, or I saw he got hurt. Or something. Yeah, he went to the tent yesterday. But I wish the Steelers would do something like that, dude. They got they're getting the running game going a little bit, but not as much as I'd like. They need to do something different. I mean, like I said, the Wildcat worked for a minute, but you can't keep running the Wildcat, especially against the good teams. Yeah, like maybe run <laughs> you the only team run the cat. Wildcat against Wildcats. Yes. Such as the Bengals. Jaguars, you can run it all day. Probably, yeah. They're, they're a wild cat. So. Detroit Lions. The Lions. They're more domesticated in my mind, but yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, if you live in the jungle of Africa. <laughs> yeah, that's why they call me Tarzan. It's my nickname in high school. <laughs> also, while we were talking about the wild cat and Jalen Samuels, he's hurt. Yeah, yeah dude, which he is like. surgery. I got a notification on fucking my fantasy league, and I was like, what? That's the thing, though. I don't think he didn't have surgery. He just got his knee scoped. As, as far like as I saw. It, 
like an invasive scope yeah like you get your knee scoped like they think you tore something you get it scoped whatever so i think that's what happened because they thought something was wrong i don't know i'm not a doctor don't quote me so he's out for a month then i was gonna say he's missing significant time still out for a month but if he had surgery he'd be out for more than a month well actually i saw well on the meniscus not for sure yeah, it'd be right? four to six weeks at most. Which is half a season, but still. Again, I'm not a doctor. Not, not so, so that leaves us to wonder, you know, what's going to happen to the Steelers' run game for the next month? Because uh, do we Benny even know if James Conner? Do we even know if James Conner is 100% healthy? Benny Snell? I'm pretty yeah, sure we, James is good, as far as I know. All right. So uh, just say well, you have James Conner, you're good to go, but who's... Who's going to back him up? Who's going to... Benny Snell. Benny Snell. And I was going to say, let's say, let's imagine the worst. James Conner, you know, he's been roughed up a little bit. Let's say he's not in the picture. We've got Benny Snell and then... Who? Then nobody. Uh, uh, Trey Edmonds? Got rid of him, didn't we? No, I uh, think he's uh, practice squad RB. Yeah, uh, or um, you just let B- Benny Snell run loose, use him like Wavion, just fucking get him those reps. Right. You gotta well, get Benny Snell play Benny there, Snell though. football. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I saw. I think it was uh, Juju's bike on Twitter. They said uh, <laughs> Jay Ajay is uh, free, agent. free agent. I wouldn't mind seeing Jay Ajay in a Steelers uniform. Neither would I. Jay Ajay. just a beast. Yeah, Neither I mean, would I. Pretty, I think that'd be pretty decent. Yeah, and here's here's but, a, here's a wild but that's thought. That's only if wildcat. <laughs> that's only if what? what? What do you got, Ty? Here's a wild idea. You got Vance McDonald and you got Nick Vanette now. Why don't you line one of them up at fullback once in a blue moon, that, dude? That's funny you said that because I was thinking it, but I was like, I was like, that might be a little too crazy. I don't think that's that crazy, dude. They've, you've seen tight ends line up at fullback before, plenty of times. Dude, those two guys are beasts. Wait a second. Yeah, genius. I know. No, yeah, that is genius. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> but Jalen Samuels played fullback at NC State with Wait, Rosie Nix being out. Why, like, I'm assuming the Steelers have not run any fullback sets because they do not have a fullback currently. Exactly. But Jalen Sa- Samuels can be that fullback, could have been that fullback until he got hurt. Like, we've, we just said, NC State. We've seen him do the Wildcat. We've seen him do this. Like, fucking put him at the fullback. Don't line him up next to James Conner in a shotgun formation. Fucking eye formation. Stack him up. Dude, that's a great point. Why not just run the eye with both Jalen and James Conner? They're get dude. And then if you, you can switch off handoffs. And you, you saw can run a sleep flicker. You saw what happened against the Bengals when both of them were in, and they were running the wildcat shit. They were running all sorts of different wild, crazy shit. It worked. Like, put them both on the field at the same time, and you will be successful. I agree. Plain and simple. Well, it's too late for all that now, so. Let's run the fullback set through Nick Vinette, and we'll call it a day. I think I've got one more uh, little Complain. deal that I want to talk about before we talk uh, the positives. The gripes? you got one more gripe? 
No, but what Gilbert I do Grape? have... <laughs> Gilbert Grape? <laughs> Go on. Do you guys know the name Justin Lane? <laughs> yeah. Do uh, I ever? The the third the Michigan State cornerback? cornerback from Michigan State that the Steelers drafted? Yeah. Have you guys seen him play this year? Where the fuck has he been? No, no, I have not. But you know what? I thought about it after we had this conversation. I don't think they really need him right now. I agree. Dude, the defense has been stellar. The defensive backs, particularly. Joe Hayden. You got uh, Stevie, Steamy Nicks over there. You got Minka Fitzpatrick. Incredible. You've got Cam Kelly, who's coming in to his own a little bit. Just got his first career pick. Goddamn right. Dude. It's a guy that came from the AFL. Oh, that's, that's right. I forgot hey, that he for did. Him. Good for that's him, dude. Sick. What a story. I mean, dude, the Pop. defensive backs have been playing well. I don't think we really no, need Justin Lane. That is a fucking phenomenal point, and I'm, I love that you said that. <laughs> Thank he's you. He's not even getting a helmet. He's not even getting fucking <laughs> dressed. Like, he's inactive. He's got to share a mouth guard, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck, maybe gross. he doesn't even need it because he's not playing. Like <laughs> the rotate so, using the jock strap. What if someone goes down? Who? I mean, there's Cam Sutton. Who I put him in fucking. Uh, fuck. Who? I gotta check my note quick. It was uh, Sutton and Stevie Nicks that had a huge <laughs> breakup early in the end zone. Yeah. Two separate plays. Yeah. Like it Were was literally. Going? It was like the receiver. And then them right over the top of them. It was beautiful. It could not have been played any better. Dude, I, well, that, Sutton, that was the first note I put in my phone. Like I was thoroughly impressed with both of those plays. Dude, Cam Sutton had a great one too. Uh, I think it was not that one, that same example, but another one where they threw it to his guy, and he dove to swat it down. Which... I think that might be the one I'm talking. About. In the it was like first or second in quarter. The end zone? Um, yeah, it was two separate plays. Nelson okay. on his own guy, and then um, uh, Sutton on his own guy. And, yeah, they both oh, yeah, dove yeah, yeah. over him and swatted it. It was fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. How about my pick-to-click? Not pick-to-click, but my, you know, I don't know. my. What, what did we say last week with uh, Matt, our, our most impressed by player? We, well, no, we had picks-to-click. I picked Juju. Oh, yeah. I forgot who I even picked. Yeah, I don't remember who you guys picked, but I remember I picked Juju. I think it, it went like, like Juju, Mason, and James Conner. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you both picked like the same person, but I, I don't remember. Anyone. I don't know, but last week I remember yeah, saying... because yeah, you weren't here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember saying oh. I was impressed last week by Mike Hilton. I was very impressed yeah. the way he played. Well, this week, again, oh. dude. First Mike pick of the season. He's popping off. Dude, and he's, he's only 5'8", 184 pounds. It's not Dude. the size of the dog, Tapia. He, he has figured <laughs> it out. Yo, I just saw. I have a note in my phone here. James Conner scored a touchdown with a fullback in the game. They lined somebody up at fullback, and James Conner scored on it. We're going to have to find it. We're going to have to find that clip. And then we're going to have to go back and erase everything that we said about fullbacks. I, I, said, <laughs> I said clip, by the way. We have to find that clip. 
even though I have a hard time finding the clit Taurus. I I thought you were going to say Tapia's wearing blue, so he's a... Clit. Clit. Dude, I can't even comment on this. My girlfriend's mom listens to this. Well... What's, uh... It's just high, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, shout, we'll shout out my girlfriend's mom. What's uh, her last name? Yeah, shout out to uh, Jame, Miss Jame, Mrs. Ms. Jameson. Mrs. Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what Vanessa's mom looks like, but Mrs. Jameson makes her sound like she's pretty good looking. <laughs> hey, it makes woman. me think that she likes whiskey. <laughs> I... Nope. <laughs> Jam- Jameson? Yeah. It's also a, a man's name. I thought we were just saying shit that didn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been doing it for 97 weeks now. <laughs> I'm going to puke. Uh. I'm going to puke. Oh, fuck, bud. Ah. Uh. Anyway, I yeah, lied. This... I, have, I have one more bad thing to talk about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, going into halftime, they got three points and they had three shots to score, and they went into halftime with a timeout. Do you guys remember that? I do vaguely. What the fuck? Uh, fucking Rudolph hucked two through the end zone, like. It's not his fault. I mean, he didn't turn the ball over, but we need to score on that. And I bring this up because uh, Wagner to Hopeless on Twitter said, did the Steelers have four timeouts in the second half now? Like, that was crude. They needed that score and they had a timeout. Like, do something. And here's what I've noticed all year with the Steelers is they've been so, like – I think afraid to do anything too crazy, like too out there, try to go for that big drive with not much time left or try to throw it downfield, make a huge play. Like they've been so tentative to just do anything all fucking season. I don't know if that has to do with the fact that everybody's getting hurt and they don't really have the same group that they're used to or is a coaching problem. Like I just don't know. Maybe. It's, uh, I mean, those two throws that Rudolph wasted at the end zone, maybe, I mean, Connor had a few good runs up the middle. If you get 10 extra yards, call timeout, then you're fucking first and 10, first and goal. Like, then I would understand if you just wasted one in the end zone, but like, just throw into the end zone twice. I didn't like it. No, did not like it. Clock management, man. That, uh, I don't want Tomlin out. I love Mike Tomlin as a head coach, but clock management, baby. That's the thing, dude. And like the the time of possession all year, like you've said, we've been way behind every other team. And just managing the clock, like it's little shit like that that they're just not doing this year that they've, for the most part, done in the past. And right. I, I don't know what the problem is. Well, and again, they ran 22 less plays than the Ravens. Yeah. Like our defense is great, but they're great when or they're not great if they're all fucking burned out. Yeah, and they're not great when you're chasing all these points and you have the offense fucking on the field all the goddamn time. It's just 
It's a recipe for a disaster, not to be confused with the recipe for cinnamon rolls. So, yeah, you're right on that. Yeah, it's tough, man. Can we talk about good things? Yeah, let's talk uh, the fact that Vance McDonald's back, but Xavier Grimble also got released. So, kind of take the good with the bad. <laughs> uh, can we talk about? Can we, can we talk about my guy Duck getting into the game? I mean, quack, quack. super unfortunate circumstances, but yeah. Good for that yeah, guy. Dude. Yeah, dude. And good for you, Tapia. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> Tapia's been playing a regular season game. The number one duck stand since I could fucking remember. I remember when they, they drafted him, you're like, Devlin Hodges, duck. Well, 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 dude, undrafted free agent that they signed. I was, yeah, I was like, this kid will never fucking touch a football in Pittsburgh. I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I think we need to drop one of our uh, guys we drafted and put this guy as number three for sure. Yeah. Well, aren't you glad? Wait, didn't we did drop him, right? Yeah, we dropped him before the season started, and then when we traded jo- uh, Dobbs, we brought him back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's crazy, man. I mean, and uh, thank God. Just too. off the top of my head, he threw in college FCS uh, almost fifteen thousand yards. I'm gonna get a beer. A hun- he had 111 touchdowns, and. He won the Walter Payton Award last year, which is the equivalent to the Heisman. Yeah, that's fucking beat. I actually, did you see it? Uh, I think Steelers Nation posted something, like getting to know Devlin Hodges. Oh, dang. Yeah, and it says, I, I'm going to pretty much repeat kind of what you said. Uh, he's the all-time NCAA FCS leader. Well, I got to tell Ty this. Ty, what? you ready? Yeah. Devlin Hodges is the all-time NCAA FCS leader in passing yards with 14,584 as a four-year starter at Samford. Hodges went undrafted in the 2019 NFL draft before the Steelers signed him. They waived him on the August 31st, re-signed him September 10th after trading Josh Jobs to the Jags. And um, his accolades is, Tappy, you said the 2018 Walter Payton Award. Yep. He was a three-time Southern Conference Offensive Player of the Year and a three-time first-team All-Conference. No, yeah, he has good accolades coming out for sure. Dude, he's Dude, the yeah. all-time NCAA FCS leader in passing. Dude, 14,584 yards. And listen. Like, we get that it's not the FBS, but that's Dude. still a fucking great feat. Oh, yeah. Listen, all these fucking Ravens fans online are talking mad shit to Steelers fans too, like we fucking beat your asses type of shit. And it's yeah, like they were acting like they won the Super Bowl. Dude, the Ravens first of all first of all, Lamar Jackson threw three picks and had maybe I think one touchdown. Like dog Bro, shit there. Steelers defense Incredible. I know. Dude. And not to mention uh the Ravens defense got picked apart by a third string undrafted free agent in Devlin Hodges. Like your team is not good. We tore you apart. Yeah, bro. Devlin Hodges played phenomenal when, you know, for the circumstances that he or the situation he was thrown into is just yeah. throwing him in the fucking burning fire. Just like Mason did. Right. And they both handled it phenomenally. And I was talking to my mom earlier. My mom was like, you know, this third string quarterback, he's got to be under so much pressure. Like if he's going to start this next game and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
honestly, I think the exact opposite. Like, he's a third stringer. Uh, what does he have to lose? Like, Literally nothing. They don't have any other option. Yeah. And he looked so good. Yep. In yeah. the time that he played. Yeah, and to reiterate a few things that he even said was that he's like, you know, like Ben takes a real big liking to Devlin because he said Devlin is is fearless. He's like, Buck is fearless. Like the guy goes out there and like he doesn't care, you know, what what everyone else has to say about him or what he has to do. Like he's gonna play his football and he makes things happen. I mean, and dude, we saw he came in and was slinging the ball like like he had been like this was like his fourth week starting. Right, and it's like that's super awesome to see. Like I love that, but he also threw that pick to Earl Thomas that got called back, uh, and uh, like I love that. You know, he was on the run. He fucking just slung it, and somebody on Twitter was like, "Yo, you're not Patrick Mahomes. Don't do that shit." But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who cares? I was like, bro, he's trying to put his sack on the field. He's trying to. He's doing and, what and, Mason Rudolph has yet to do, is try to make that big play. Dude, and and he rushed to get a first down. He like saw the gap, hit and ran out of bounds. Yeah, he had two rushes for twenty yards. He also yeah. threw the ball seven of nine with sixty eight yards. Like, dude, he did what he needed to do. Yep. Absolutely, and that's why like next week, I better see him starting. Well, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a few weeks till Mason's back, at least another week. Well, yeah, but I hope to God that they don't try to bring anybody else in or try to get Paxton Lynch up there or, I, you know, it's we saw what Devlin can do. I think that he looked just as comfortable as Rudolph, if not more comfortable, mm-hmm. composed. You know, he's Mason is agile and he can move, you know, get out of the pocket, but Devlin Hodges looked like, I'm ready to run. Yep. <laughs> he like, looked like a more tight. mobile Big Ben. Yep. Well, that's what I thought Mason Rudolph looked like. <laughs> he looks like a just <laughs> as mobile Big Ben. <laughs> but Big Ben when he first got drafted. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hodges, I would say Rudolph's got like an 80 speed and Hodges has like an 86. I'd say Rudolph probably has like a 72 speed. <laughs> and... Uh, Hodges has more like a 79. <laughs> I mean, so I pretty much what I said, <laughs> but just 10 points lower for each. <laughs> yeah, that's a big difference in points. Yeah, but I'm trying to fucking hype him up, bro. I'm excited about him. Yeah, well, Both I'm just trying to. Awesome. You're being yeah, optimistic. Well. I'm being a realist. So I'm not being optimistic. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tyson is being a Debbie Downer. No. I'm being, I'm being <laughs> real. I keep it real around here. You're being a negative <laughs> nincompoop, dude. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> fuck, fuck both of you. <clears throat> um, James Conner got a touchdown. Still not many rushing yards, though, out of him. 14 carries for 55 yards. I mean... He's averaging like three yards a fucking carry. Samuels only had three rushes. Like, you have to run the ball better and more often. You just have to. Um, really quick, Jalen Samuels, since all of those touch passes count as uh, – or touch tosses count as a pass, his career rating is uh, 80%. He's 4 or 5, 35 yards, and one pick. Nice. That's like the, <laughs> one pick. Uh, that's like the Nathan Peterman of running backs. 
for football. Oh, for yeah. For Peterman would have had football, like six for, for for quarterbacks as running backs or running backs as quarterbacks. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, dude. Yeah, need to run the ball more. Juju, nice to see him uh, get get more in the mix, dude. Seven receptions for seventy five yards and a also, tutter. Also, I was gonna say, can we talk about Mika Fitzpatrick and hurdle twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it by uh, Hurst both times? Yeah, both it by... times. It was within like four plays. Yeah, you can't have that. But but that's what happens when you get a guy like Mika who always shoots low. Well, well yeah, it's because he's like five ten. I'm, I'm gonna stop you both right there. Thank you for that because I wanted to tweet or I wanted to put in my notes. That's how every single Steelers defensive back tackles. Yep, low. Dive at their knees. Yeah. I'm fucking hurdle. I will hurdle you. Me personally, skinny vanilla. <laughs> the fact that you just referred to yourself as skinny vanilla is ridiculous. Well, because I know this is going to be on the interwebs and I don't want everyone to really know my name. <laughs> All right. Okay, hey. Michael. All right, uh, you sound like your coworker. <laughs> but for real, like Tabby, you just said it. He got hurdled twice, and that's how Fitzpatrick shoots low. That's oh, why he fits oh, in with sorry. the Steelers because they all shoot low. Fitzpatrick shoots okay, low. Two more things. Uh, the fact he got hurdled twice, then uh, that tight end literally ran through two or three of our guys, and nobody could bring him down. And Lamar Jackson sniffed. The crap out of TJ Watt, and just just it looked like a bump, dude. It looked like a bumper. It was it was embarrassing. That's you know what? That's why Ola Adeniyi had to push him out of bounds because he had to make up for what TJ Watt did. Listen, it's unfortunate that Watt got stiff armed to the Earth's crust like that. <laughs> it was so dumb to watch. <laughs> but he bounced up pretty <laughs> bounced up pretty quick from it. Look at this, like a trampoline, dude. Just yeah, up, I mean, of course, dude. He's a up and at him. It's it's I mean, unfortunate. I was telling Ty earlier, Lamar's stiff arm wasn't too strong, but yeah. it, it made <laughs> DJ Watt look like a fucking rat. He hit him at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he sure did. Because the whole time I was like, oh my god, I was like, Lamar Jackson's about to go down so hard. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. I mean, he, he did. did. Because he hit that oh. reporter. <laughs> yeah, he did. Tough to see. He made up for it, though, by uh, getting one or two sacks. Bud? No, uh, what? Oh. TJ had one sack. Vince Williams had a sack. Cam Hayward had a sack. Jonathan Hargrave had a sack. And your boy Bud Dupree had a sack. And the Watt and Vince sacks were back-to-back, and it was Vince's first sack yeah. of the season. Because yeah, he is first, finally back he, in the rock. This is the second you know. game of the season. Yeah, yeah. right. Hammy's, they finally yeah. fi- found a, ha- a hamstring donor. Dude, <laughs> Vince had nine tackles in the sack. Devin Bush, again, had eight tackles. And that fucking interception, whether it was legitimate or not, it was legitimate on the field, and it was fucking awesome. It was Dude. a nice play. We're already seeing way more turnovers and interceptions this year. Than we had like in the combined last three years, I want to say. And dude, if you take and, a look, and, go ahead. Well, well I, was gonna, I was gonna say sorry. I was gonna say, and Joe Hayden dropped one. Yeah, it, it hit him in the fucking numbers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hit him in a bad. That was so bad. Hit him in a bad spot. <laughs> the hands. And he's known for his hands. That's the worst part. Literally. Yeah, not a good look. That was tough. But really quick, I'll just go through uh, week one. They had zero turn or zero turn or takeaways. Week two, they had two takeaways. Week three against the Niners, they had five takeaways. Week four, two takeaways. Last week, three takeaways. Like you need to be winning games with that, bro. And look, look at how much better they've done comp- the first two games compared to the last right three the first games. Two games. They had two takeaways, and then the fucking weeks three through five, they've had ten. You know what the difference is there? What happened after week two on the defensive end that changed? Um, I think it's Mr. Minka. Mr. Two and the Minka, one and the Pinka. Uh, as soon, dude, as soon as he joined that defense, they fucking snapped it on, dude. They clicked as soon as he got there. Is that missing peas and Stevie Nichols? <laughs> Stevie, right. fucking good old Steamy Nicks out there. Hey Ty, I got a rebuttal to that. Weeks one through two, they've had two turnovers. Three uh, through five, they've had five. Well, he doesn't play offense. Is that can, I know, but, I mean, he's in the locker room. What if he's a fucking cancer in the locker room, dude? <laughs> he's screwing up the offense. He's a, he's a cancer because our dudes can't hang on to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing, uh, week one, one sack. Week two, four sacks. Week three, one sack. But they had the five takeaways. And then week four, they had eight sacks, which was so sick. And then last week, five sacks. I think they're third in the league in sacks right now. Dude, they're they're. I think they're like top three in takeaways. Well, sounds like sounds like the Steelers D is a bunch of big sack guys. <laughs> yeah, they got huge sacks. Huge sacks. <laughs> yeah, third in the league. <laughs> yeah, they're tied for the lead in turnovers. Third in sacks, one and four. Yeah, so it's like, and you know what, dude? It's it sucks because you got to think like if you had the whole squad healthy. If you had Ben, you had a healthy James Conner, a healthy Juju, AB, Le'Veon, Chase. No, no, no. Forget that. Antonio Holmes, oh, a healthy Jalen Samuels. 15. If they could just play halfway decent football while the defense shows out like this, like they would, they could win the whole thing. They could win the Super Bowl. They could compete with the Patriots. It's just That's unfortunate, why I'm dude. Every fucking year. I know, but it's just unfortunate that this year there's been so many fucking injuries. Ben goes down. Juju had turf toe. Jalen Samuels out for a month. You've got James Washington, who's now in a sling because of a left arm injury that he had last game. Uh, you've got Mark Barron, who, granted, he's sucked thus far, but he's <laughs> hurt. Certain status for Sunday. He what? They're saying he's his status is uncertain for Sunday. Right. So it's like you have all these fucking injuries, dude. Mason Rudolph getting knocked out fucking cold. Anthony Chicolo. Anthony Chicolitz. Uh, yeah. Chicoletas. Like it's all like, these like injuries to all these yeah. key guys. I like him, though. He plays hard. Yeah. Cool. It's like, you, dude, you have to wonder what, what if. What if you had a healthy squad? Would we be one in four? I'd like Probably. to think not. I'd like well, to no, that. no, we wouldn't. We'd be fucking three and two or four and one, and then we'd lose to the Patriots in the playoffs, and we'd be in, or we wouldn't make the playoffs, just like we did with when we had AB and Le'Veon and all these health, healthy guys. 
it sucks. It's just, uh, it sucks. I saw yeah. a tweet that said Steelers fans under the age of like 30 or something. Like you don't, this is the first time you've ever gone through this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like since we we were born 93 Tapia, 94 me and Ty. It's 92. like 92 Tapia. It's like, yeah, dude, I've seen the Steelers. We've seen the Steelers go to three Super Bowls, win two of them. Never had a losing season really since, you know, we really got into it. The last time they started 0-4, they finished 8-8. and Like, <laughs> 0-4, shit's hitting the fan. Then you fucking finish 8-8? and Yeah, you're not that bad. Yeah. A lot of teams would kill to go 8-8. and make, You make the playoffs at 8-8 and a lot of times. I mean. We could do it this year. Yeah. We still could, dude. We st- I'm there, still optimistic. in third. And listen, their next I'm, few games, they got what? The Dolphins? They got... Well, they're Chargers, at the Chargers, Dolphins. bye week, Dolphins. Back-to-back Sunday night games. <sighs> Which is ridiculous. Yeah, well, yeah, but if you're giving us a Sunday night game against the Dolphins... I'll take that. I want the it, world to see what we can do against the Dolphins. Yeah. It's going to be like <laughs> South versus Dundee Crown. Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say 50 burger? Yeah, 55 to nothing. Uh, and Miami Dolphins homecoming. Yo, let me get a Aunt Minka burger. Fitzpatrick's homecoming, bro. Oh, oh, revenge game. Revenge game. Yeah, he needs to redeem uh, Khalil Mack because Khalil Mack didn't get his revenge game. Well, I, well, I don't know if you guys saw this but or heard on part of my take that they said that the pick that the Raiders got uh, for from the Bears for the Khalil Mack trade, that guy scored four touchdowns. Who? Right? Or three? Two. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs? Two, two. Yeah, he scored two touchdowns. Oh, cool. Khalil Mack turned into Josh Jacobs. That's actually, I mean, yeah, Khalil Mack's the best defensive player in the league, but. Josh Jacobs could be the best running back in the league in the next three years. Right. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, if that if that's legitimate, if that actually Josh Jacobs was that pick, that's tight. Because yeah, I've got uh, Josh Jacobs on fantasy, and that dude's been putting up some decent numbers. Yeah, well, Vanessa's dad like texted me on Sunday and he was like talking smack to me, and he's like, "Poor Vanessa, she has to watch the Steelers game." I was like, "Well, at least she doesn't have to watch Choke Daniels." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't respond to me. <laughs> he's about hilarious. to say you can't marry his daughter. You better fucking watch your shit. <laughs> oh, you want my daughter's Jeez. hand in marriage? Fuck you! Remember that comment you made to me back in on October fifth, twenty nineteen. Dude, well, every Saturday and Sunday, he texts me. Saturday, he'll be like, hey, guess who my favorite college team is? And it's whoever Michigan's playing. Every <laughs> Sunday or Thursday, Monday, he goes, hey, guess who my favorite, guess who my second favorite team is? It's whoever the Steelers are playing. Um, Bastard. We don't need people like that in your life. Yeah, cut out um, the negativity, Tapia. Really quick, I'm Josh Jacobs. This was hilarious. He tweeted. They told me I wasn't good enough. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Interesting. Raiders, blessed. And it was him scoring a touchdown. <laughs> there was, everyone's responding. Bro, you played at Bama and were a first overall, first round pick. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you weren't like, good Like, they enough? told me I wasn't good enough. Uh, you fucking were a first round pick at Bama. What, what do you mean you weren't good enough? Literally, if you go to Bama, you're a shoo-in for the NFL. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, As I mean, a water boy, uh, yeah. Anything. Anything. Well, well. Also, I guess this throws out there. So I'm talking a little college. Devlin on his uh, on his Instagram has 
a snap of him and Jake Fromm hanging out together. Jake from State Farm? Yep. <laughs> Dude, we made that fucking meme so long no, ago. No, you made that meme. And then I just recently saw it and like it blew up and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like ours got six likes. It's bogus, so, dude. Yeah, All right. Bad timing. We have to talk about it, dude. Juju's the, fumble? Juju's fumble. I'm Juju in overtime fumbles the ball in field goal range with the the Steelers had already stopped the Ravens on offense. Was going for the win. We had the win locked up. We just needed a fucking field goal. All we needed, and Boswell's been perfect all year. Hasn't missed perfect. yet. Perfect. I, I didn't even want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. I know. Redemption season, son. Yeah. Okay, and, we're done. Okay, we're done talking about it. <laughs> all right, that's it. Juju catches the ball and fumbles. Gets it punched out, Peanut Tillman style. Beautiful Listen. play from Devlin. Beautiful catch. Great dude, yardage. Great catch, that great yardage. Dude, dude, Duck almost recovered it, but it like bounced like away from him when he when he ran over. Listen, dude, people are dragging Juju's that name that through the Duck mud. Was there. Dragging his name yeah, through the man. mud for this fumble. He, the, Mark Madden's been fucking dragging him through the mud since last year. Dude, fuck Mark Madden. Fuck that fat up bitch. In, up until honestly, up until this week. Everyone's like, yeah, all on the juju train. But, bro, I saw so many people, like you said, Ty, dragging him through the mud. And I got really upset. And and you, it's okay to get upset at juju. Like, he's not. No, I wasn't upset at juju. I was upset at everyone else for. No, I know. know. But, like, everyone's saying, oh, juju, he, he fumbled in clutch time. Like, that's fine, dude. Like. Yeah, Juju fumbled. But guess what? In three seasons, he's fumbled the ball twice. Yeah, they've both been in clutch situations, as people are saying all online. But two fumbles? Every fucking... fucking, As long as the clock is running during your game, it's crucial. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right? Am I wrong? I mean, I know Uh, you guys agree, but I'm just like talking... Well, I agree with you. And here's the thing. Everyone's Everyone's like, Juju lost them that game. If he caught that ball, do we win that game? Absolutely. But I Ty, you cannot even say absolutely because they're not in field goal range okay. when they make that catch. You know, yeah. the, Most the likely. chances of them winning way higher. Most likely. But would we have won the game if we didn't get the roughing the passer call on a, on fucking Denny's? Most likely. Do we win what about that game? Ty, if, if you run a wild cat from your four, from your own your fucking yard five yard line, and you throw a pickoff, if you don't run that play, do we win that game? Most fucking likely, because they scored a touchdown that next play. The Ravens did. Well, also on our two picks, what was it like? Two picks, we only got six points. Or on the yeah. three we only got six points. Yeah. There were so. I, there I, you go, Tapia. Like. And I hate to blame We're not refs capitalizing at, at all, back. but it's like if that game is officiated better, do we win that game? Most likely. Honestly, to that I would say no because the Ravens got a lot of shitty calls. That's too. true. That's true. The the Steelers 11, got a lot of calls in their 11, favor. Eleven penalties on both teams. You know, like I I don't want to blame the refs for this game because I think they called an even game. It was just a terribly called even right. game. The, the Ravens had 92 yards and penalties. The Steelers had 76. 
you right. know, so yeah, yeah. it was just bad officiating all around. Technically, we got the longer end of the stick. It wasn't very long, but you have to capitalize on shit like and, that. And, and that's the my point. turnovers and you, it's just uh, clutch situations. Like they're missing that clutch gene, and I don't know really what it is. I don't know. I don't know if it's the young talent. I don't know if it's that people are so hurt. I don't know if it's that the leader Ben is. I don't know, dude. It's like. They're so close every time. We saw it with the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't think it's just one thing. I think it's, I think it's just like a little bit of everything sprinkling around and going the wrong way. Well, yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for a little bit now. And think about since, what, week 10 of last season? Or especially week 15, week 16, when AB didn't show up for the Browns game? You know, that's... I would say shit hit the fan when they lost twice to the Jaguars. Yep. Like, got embarrassed by the Jags. Like, I think that's when really it all started. And when Shay's ear went down, bro, that's literally when everything. I feel collapsed. Really, yeah, unra- I was going to say unraveled. Yeah. And they, like, we've got the pieces. I think we've, I mean, we've got the head coach, we've got the talent. We we, we have mesh. the pieces we need. It's just at some point they have to. The stars need to align. Yeah. And sure. and with that, we, I want to get back to the juju. What do you guys think? Like, I feel I'm like we mad. didn't finish that. I'm not, I'm not mad. I mean, we're not mad. No, but it's like no. people have to understand that Humphrey is known to do that. He's a ball hawk. Like he's looking. He's not looking to get you. He's looking to get the ball. On Juju's yeah. touchdown, so, he punched at the ball, and Juju happened to hold on to it. It's just well, yeah, and luckily Juju didn't get taken down on that either. He stayed on his feet, he showed his strength. But with that being said, Ty, he he was a fucking you know Humphrey tried it on Juju earlier. Juju was a fucking first hand witness. Like he knows what's coming. So he, I agree. No, he should have been. He should have been prepared, and he should right. He should have caught that ball. But but at the same time, I go. It was. It was exceptionally well what Humphreys did, like fucking like great, like because like you said, like he tried to move. It was phenomenal, bro. It was a great play. Like like it couldn't have been any more perfect for him. And Michael, me and you talked about this earlier today. Like everybody's like, "Oh, Juju fumbled. Juju fucked up." Credit credit the defense, dude. That was an incredible fucking defensive play. Like, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Juju should have hung on to the ball, but. Give credit where credit's due still. Shit. Uh, I'm not yeah. mad because th- he's not the reason we lost the game. There was a lot of things to it. Well, and that's the not. thing, dude, yeah. is everyone says he is, Just but I'm, I'm with you, dude. He's That's not Sorry. why we lost. Um, however, I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, you know, Juju was questionable this week for, like, the whole week, and I don't think he went to practice on Thursday and Friday or something like that. I think I saw but he was out at IUP, I think Indiana University of Pittsburgh or University of Pennsylvania, and he was partying. Listen, yeah, a lot of people are like, he and, shouldn't and be partying. And you guys know how I feel. Like, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. a he's got a life. He's you know he's got his job and then he's got his life. I don't think what he was doing is wrong, but if you are questionable, and you know you're kind of dealing with an injury and you know your team's not doing that hot 
do you guys think that it's acceptable for him to have been questionable and then go out and party, have fun? I think he's a grown man and he can do whatever the hell he wants. And I think Colin Dunlap on Twitter had said it. Yeah, I have it right here. Yeah, whatever he does outside of the fucking football field on game day is none of my business, frankly, and I could fucking could not care any less as to what he's doing. As long as come game day, he's suited up and he's ready to play. Like, who fucking cares? And he hasn't shown us one time since we've seen him in black and yellow that he's not ready to play. Yeah, he and like after partying this weekend... Sure, he had his fumble, right? But he still went out, showed out, had seven catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Like, he did what he comes to do, and that's that. But And the thing is, too, like, you know, we don't get too far into detail with stats and stuff, but just because Juju, you know, someone might say, oh, he's not a number one, he's not A, B, he only had five for 75 and a score. But it's like, I see Heinz Ward in Juju. Like, he's that strong like agile receiver where yeah he'll fucking run that streak he'll run that uh crossing pattern whatever he'll also lay that block and hold that block like juju is i I, i'm not preaching to you guys because i know you guys agree with me but like he is all our number one and i think that he has not i mean he hasn't reached his full potential because he's fucking 23 years old that's what I'm saying, dude. He's still he, dude. He's still and he's a kid. Fun, bro. That's the thing. It's yeah. like everyone. There's everyone contradicts themselves. I'm sure we have multiple times, but it, he's having fun, and that's really all that fucking matters, bro. And and what I've noticed is it's generally the people slandering him is the older crowd who comes from, oh, be professional. You're here to play football. Do that, and then just. Those are the people that are mad at Kaepernick for hating the U.S. troops. Right, yeah. So it's like to see him going out, being him, and having fun, like I don't know why it just irks the older generation so much. It's like who fucking cares? (laughs) This just clicked in my head. It's like uh, when I lived at home with my mom and I'd be super hungover on Saturday and I wouldn't (laughs) want to get out of bed and she'd yell at me to go cut the grass when I just cut it last week. Literally, uh, she was just mad at me because I had fun last night, and she didn't. It's just like Mark Madden and Juju. Yeah, I hate. I do. I hate Mark Madden on Twitter. Hey, I hate. Shout that out, he... Ty. Shout out to you for getting Mark Madden to respond to us on Twitter. He's got over a hundred thousand followers, and he was like the number one radio host in Pittsburgh. He was on ESPN. He got kicked off because of his bullshit antics. I guess I don't know too much about him, but. That's good publicity for us. I have never heard Mark Madden speak a word in my life, but I I hate him already. Like I'm I can't imagine that his show is any good based off of what he says on Twitter. I just can't. How can also, you be a Pittsburgh sports radio host and just slander your home sports town teams so much? Because people love bad sounds. news. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, I mean, I, I don't get it, but it's just, like, facts. Yeah. I mean, look at how outrageous Steve A. Smith is. Him and Skip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of either of them, frankly, but at least, I don't know. At least yeah, they have their teams say, they root for, and they root for them and don't drag their name through the mud. That's all I'm saying. Right. That's true. That's true. 
Um, Ty, you said Colin Dunlap. Uh, his tweet was, well, what was that? Can you guys hear me? Yep. Hear and see you. Cool. It sounded like maybe some powered off. I don't know. But Colin Dunlap, he said, um, it can be both. Juju can be fun and still fumble the game away. Sitting at home on a Friday night wouldn't make him hold on to the ball any longer. Right. Yeah. You know, so he could have been watching tape and he could have been fucking doing what he could have been jerking off. Like, it doesn't matter whether he was at home partying or like, like you said, Ty, he shows up to the game. That's all that's in his head is game time. Let's fucking win the game. And, and that's that. And when game time rolls around, he's ready for game time. So whatever and, he does outside his, of game time, I don't fucking care. And his numbers aren't bad, bro. No. Dude, he's on pace for 1,000 yards. It's pretty decent. I mean, 1,000 yards is a good season. And he hasn't once complained about not being targeted, not getting these catches, not getting, not being the guy. Like He's out the there doing what he can. fucking puts his head down and works, works, works. And people, or I saw somebody say, you know, yeah, I'm sure Juju's great right now with the kids and this and that, but just wait till he gets real money, like AB did. And I'm like, okay, I can, I get your point. Like, yeah, you know, money changes people. I mean, that's evident. Like, it's fair. Yeah. But I saw Juju was raised like with nine kids or something, and he didn't sleep in a bed. Or his own bed until he went to USC. Like, I think this man is like legit, and like I'll call him a man because I think he's more of a man than anybody else on that fucking squad. Like, or all the people talking shit about him, he's more of a man than all of them. Well, that's the I, thing, I dude. Just, is he he comes from nothing, so it's like he knows he knows the struggle, and I know a lot of those guys come from nothing, but like. I right. feel like he's been so humbled in it all that, like, I don't think the money would change him at all. Right. And, you know, like I said, people said that AB was the same way, but you can just tell a difference between AB and Juju. Like, Juju is more about we than it is, you yeah. know, AB was more I, me. A And uh, Steelers Crash. I've been following Steelers Crash on Twitter since I got Twitter on my personal account. And he always, instead of saying AB or Antonio Brown, he always puts A me. Huh. A me. Yeah. Because it was all about A B. Like right. it was and he literally has been saying all that shit since day one. You know, and it's kinda like we had Matt on last week and he's you know, he's a real fan. He talks shit when he knows it's legitimate. Yeah. And you know, Mark Madden says bad stuff too, but it's like people like we just said people want to hear bad news, but it's reality and people can't really cope with reality. Yeah. True. It's tough. Uh, an unfortunate reality is this whole Mike Tomlin situation, too, dude. Apparently, okay, so the Redskins fired Jay Gruden, their head coach. Apparently, the word on the street is the Redskins want Mike Tomlin as their next head coach. He's a hometown kid already from Washington. And people are saying if you get a first-round pick trade offer for Tomlin, you got to take it. Dude, I didn't know you could trade draft picks for coaches. Dude, I, I was just thinking the same thing. Since when is yeah. that a thing? Like, I never really, like, I, yeah, I never really knew that it was, or I've always heard, like, rumors about it or whatever, but, yeah, I didn't know that you could actually do that. 
and what I, I mean probably because what team would like what you know you never even right. heard of that yeah, yeah yeah I've literally never heard of it in my lifetime and the fact that Tomlin's worth the first round pick though good on him <laughs> no that's bullshit bro he's got a Super Bowl he's never had a losing season he is oh, uh, that's what I'm saying he's oh. worth more than that. he uh, signed plus, a two year extension uh, and the Steelers plus. don't Steelers don't fire their coaches. Yeah, or job security. Job security. Or trade them. Yeah, I, yeah, dude, I literally, I just had no idea you could trade for a coach. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. They're under contract, the same as the players are. <laughs> I mean, no, no you, I mean, yeah, you're on one hundred percent. Two right. years. Think, think about the MLB, bro. They trade people for cash and like equipment, <laughs> like a bag of balls. Like that's funny, but that's legitimate. Yeah, it is. It reminds me of uh, semi-pro trading a washing machine for Edmonix. Even though we need ours, yeah, definitely. Well, somebody hey, was Monix. traded for a printer. What oh. kind of printer was it? <laughs> <laughs> Those things are expensive, bro. Especially if it's 3D, bro. Oh, dude. It's uh, definitely not 3D. With that Mike Tomlin thing, I saw a few, briefly, I saw a few tweets, and it, was, I, it wasn't just a first-round pick. I think it was like, Within the top ten, yeah, first round pick. But it's like, dude, Mike Tomlin's not going anywhere. Let's be honest, no. with ourselves. Yo, so think about it. We just traded a potential top ten first overall pick for Minka Fitzpatrick. Do you think that Minka Fitzpatrick is worth Mike Tomlin? No, nah, not even, even a little bit. Minka might be one of the top players on our defense right now, but. Um, He's not worth a fucking head coach. It's not coach. worth a Super Bowl winning head coach. It's just not. And like I meant, I said it earlier, bro, we've never seen a losing season out of him. We were blessed with Bill Cowher. Don't take this shit for granted. Right. Dude, it was, uh, it was Kyle Korver. What? So, here. So, <laughs> I'm going to read What, the, what the fuck did you just say? It was Kyle Korver who was traded for... For a copy machine. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, I was like, Tap, you, <laughs> you lost me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yo, man. You, you need That's to get hilarious. Oh. Do, 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 do you guys know about this or do you want me to tell you? No, I think yeah, I do give know us about a little it. Brief, give, give me a little brief deal. What team was he uh, on? What year was this? So it says, uh Gover says, the 51st pick to the New Jersey Nets. Corver said Saturday as he delivered a commencement speech at his Crane alma mater, alma mater. I found out shortly afterwards that I had been traded to Philly. I'm not sure if traded is the right word. I was more or less sold for an undisclosed amount of money. Later, I found out the Nets used that money to pay for the entry fee for their summer league team. And then with the leftover money, they bought a copy machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, man. Yo, that's one and of that's, like the all-time like shooters no- of all time in the NBA, I was too. Say, that's not yeah. a no-name player. Yeah. He's literally Holy one of the shit. best three-point shooters in NBA history. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Uh, I want to, I real quick before we stop talking about the Steelers here and the dread, the dreadfulness that is, uh, Stephon Diggs supposedly wants out of Minnesota. Of course, Steelers Twitter is calling for Diggs to come to Pittsburgh. Uh, realistically, what would you be willing to give up for Stefan Diggs? Uh, fifth round pick. Fifth round? Ooh, wow. 
that's cold. <laughs> it's and is that is that a no pun intended? Is that a dig at him? <laughs> 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 is that a dig at Stefan Diggs? But I don't feel like that's not what we need right now. Yeah, that's not what we need. It's not what we need. It's not what we need. This like, is not. You know, all right, fifth round plus uh, uh, Dancing Moncrief. I mean, yeah, we could you use... Might as well just give up a fucking washing machine. We could use a, a really good receiver, but, like, is Stefan Diggs the answer to our really good receiver? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Honestly... I think adding Stefan Diggs would be sick and it would be a spark. I think so, yeah. However, I know that we talked about having confidence in Rudolph and Hodges and whatnot, but it's like until we have, like, we need to work on our base right now, work with what we have. It's like, yeah, Stephon Diggs would be great, but that could be like bringing in A.B. Jr. and stirring up some more chemistry in the clubhouse and fucking with what's going on. Like, there's been so much shit happening with the Steelers that I think they just need to, you know, shut the doors to the outside and just let, you know, fucking work together and yep. just get better together. I agree. Yeah, I, I give mean, my guy Johnny Holton a shot. Well, it's not even that. It's just like, yeah, his drops and he just looks like he doesn't. You guys fit. talk. I'm going to go like, pee. He doesn't look like he fits there. Yeah. But, and I like him a lot. Like I want him to play. Like I want him to be, you know, that put that, if you get an empty set, put in Holton and fucking streak him down the field. Like I want to uh, see him as the kick returner. Yeah, because, it's like what we used to do with DHB. Yeah. At Zachary. Literally fucking. Bro, I we I have to talk about Switzer and kick returns. Alex Kazora on Twitter. The Steelers kick return ratings from 2017 to 2019. In 2017, they were 29th in kick return rankings. In 2018, they were 31st. And this year, they're 29th. They're averaging less than 20 yards a return. Like, Dude, our special team sucks. That's why we decided to defend first. Right, and I get that for sure. Like, I, I didn't, I wasn't really sure of that call when it happened when Tomlin made that decision. But luckily for him, it paid off, and I respect the fuck out of it. You got, you know, yeah. you you take a risk like that, and it paid off. Yeah, I mean, that's but, what the Patriots do all the time. Right, but, bro, we like Switzer. Like I wish we had a mix between Switzer and Holton because Holton's got that speed and that vert verticality. He you know he runs up and down, whereas Switzer is way slower, but he's kind of agile. He can move side to side. It's like I don't I don't know. We need to do something. But yeah, Ty, we were just saying how uh, the last three years. Uh, the Steelers' kick return rankings—they're 29th in the league, 31st in the league, and then they're currently 29th in the league. It's because you got fucking schmoes like Ryan Switzer and Johnny Holton returning your kicks who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I was just saying we need a mix between Holton and Switzer. Holton is quick as fuck; he runs up and down, but Switzer oh. is way slower and moves left to right. Like, and I don't think it's just them; it's also it's a whole special teams. It's a, well, it's a right. Whole special team. Right, I, I'm just talking about the, we're just talking about the kick returners right now because yeah. I don't even know how 
plays work like for all the blockers and all that shit like i thought it was just standard for every team you got a front line and you fucking block them <laughs> no i don't think that's how it works no but, i mean obviously it's not but they have to do something because yeah ty tapia said we like that mike tomlin made that call to defer now you know looking back on it at first we were kind of confused but yeah uh it paid off and he tomlin's reasoning was because he didn't trust our kickoff team or kick return team and he's fucking right. It's brutal. Yeah, that's a fair enough point. Can't fault him for that. <sighs> yeah, it's tough. Uh, I got to move over to the Charger here, guys. You're good. Uh, so we got Sunday night football coming up against the Chargers. Are we in San Diego? Yep. In San Diego. Uh, Melvin Gordon's back. Melvin Gordon is back. Be a challenge for the defense between him and Eckler. Uh we're gonna have to shut Philip Rivers down, but and Keenan Allen. Yeah, I think uh, I think you just let like either either Stevie or Joe Hayden shadow him all game. You got to make Joe. Joe, yeah. Because Joe is the one that uh, locked down was a Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, right? All those guys last year. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, hoping here for a win, move us to the four and two slot, or two and four rather, not four. And, I yeah, wish it was four like, and two. That'd be super yeah. nice. <laughs> oh, that'd be ideal. <laughs> We'd be in first place, but whatever. Uh, we'll see what happens. We also would have played two more games than everyone else. Yeah. Uh, the good news is though for Pittsburgh fans who are kind of over the football season at this point is that hockey season is back. Um, and we talked last week, I think, that October is the one month where hockey, football, basketball, and baseball are all on. Just so many sports happening. Uh, Penguins currently losing 4-1 to one to the Jets in their second game of the season. <coughs> or I'm sorry, no. <clears throat> third game? Yeah, third. Third game of the season. That sounds about right. Uh, sorry, I'm double checking. Yeah, they lost. No, they lost or they beat the Blue Jackets seven to two. Uh, their last game, right? Which was on Saturday, and their first game they lost uh, three to one to Buffalo, and that was uh, Thursday the third. But yeah, they're losing four to one right now at the end of the second to Winnipeg, and then they're on the road again. No, at home. The Ducks. Yeah, home against Anaheim, and then uh, on Saturday they're away against Minnesota. But Ty, you had mentioned that Malkin was hurt. <clears throat> yeah, what uh, what happened there? Uh, it's a damn good question. I literally just saw on Twitter like Malkin could miss significant time, and I'm like, uh, what? I I was unaware of the fact that he was hurt. Same. <laughs> we'll have to look into that. Malkin and oh, I can't even pronounce that name. Boostad. Booj yeah, out, out longer term. Yeah, for what uh, is the question? And Malkin both both suffered a lower body injury. Oh, that's specific. Perfect. In the in their seventy two win. Super specific. Thank you, NHL. Uh but yeah, that's gonna hurt the Penguins, man. I mean, we always for however many of the past years, we've always kind of relied on the Crosby-Melkin effect. Ugh. 
Uh, yeah, well, it says over the past 15 years, the Penguins have prided themselves on their depth at the center position. 15 years. 15 years, to be exact. Uh, I mean, yeah, you have some other weapons, but, I mean, you got rid of Phil the Thrill. Uh, Jack Johnson is still in the lineup for whatever reason. It's like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch much hockey last year. I, I told myself I'd watch much more this year, but I still haven't seen a single Penguins game, so... I don't know. I'll have to start watching those. But, dude, like I said, football season is football season. So, Yeah, there's still 79 Penguins games left. Yeah, until football season's over, I will not be watching anything besides football. So. True. Yeah, true. So that's hockey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to uh, a little Pittsburgh football. The Pitt Panthers had a crazy game against Duke. Uh, I missed it. Winning. I missed that, too. Oh shit! This headphone just died. That means they're gonna die. Soon. <coughs> That's a Not bummer. that it's a big deal, but um, Pitt led Duke with twenty six to three with three minutes left to go in the third quarter. Twenty six to three, and then Duke went on a twenty seven to nothing run in the final eighteen minutes. Holy shit! <laughs> and then they went to overtime, and Pitt won. Yeah, and that's college football. <laughs> and their defensive lineman and their defensive back, um, Paris Ford is the DB, and Patrick Jones Jr. is the D lineman. They won ACC Players of the Week. Oh, Patrick Jones, dude, PJ. That's what we call him at school. Oh, yeah. It's whatever. Pretty decent. That's two wins. Coming off that win against uh, UCF, those fucking bastards. Those fucking bastards. Yeah. That's true. UCF lost again against Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, I was watching part of the game on the downfall. Yeah, big, v big. Brutal. I haven't watched a single college football game all year either. Idiot, idiot, fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> yeah, I hear Michigan <laughs> sucks. What else are you doing? What I hear doing? Michigan sucks dicks. Uh, they won. They won last game. They just beat Iowa. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, big deal. It's Iowa, idiot. Yeah, they still beat. Iowa was undefeated. Who uh who they played the week before that? Uh, they Iowa? played uh, Rutgers. Was it? No, Iowa played Rutgers. I think week one. No, I'm talking Michigan. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, Michigan played Rutgers and beat them 52 yeah. nothing last week. And then their coach got fired. <laughs> Rutgers coach. And, yeah, and then they play U of I this Saturday at U of I. Talk about an oh, easy fucking schedule, bro. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Rutgers, U of I. What? Well, yo, it's when Michigan or when Michigan played Rutgers, Iowa played Middle Tennessee and beat them forty-eight to three. In the ranks before that, Michigan got stomped by Wisconsin. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and then, they did. And then Michigan almost lost to Army week two. Almost lost right. to Middle Tennessee week one. Listen, in and Iowa I, beat Iowa State. Maybe I'm wrong to think this way, but in insofar as like elite college football schools. Yeah. I I put Michigan far and away above Iowa. So like the fact that they're oh they beat Iowa, like who fucking cares? Oh, I agree. I mean they, they should beat Iowa. I'm saying easy road. Nah dude. Dude yeah, you got the easy road. Time, baby. Easy <laughs> road. Iowa was ranked fourteenth, Michigan was nineteenth, and Michigan only won ten to three. What the fuck is that? Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well, they started at ten, which is crazy. Who do they play next dude, week? No, 
You who does who play? Oh, next? U of I. Michigan right. plays U of I, right, right. and Iowa plays Penn State. But then, hold on. But then they play Penn State, number ten. Notre Dame, number nine. And then they play Maryland and Michigan State, dude. I mean, Notre Dame's overrated, dude. And Maryland just beat Rutgers forty-eight to seven. Iowa beat Rutgers thirty to nothing. Like, what the fuck is Rutgers doing? Dude, <laughs> they, they always get beat like this. Why is Rutgers in their well? Conference? I mean, it's like the Browns. <laughs> Whatever, but, dude. No, that's why I hate college football because until the playoff, it's like, why are you guys playing these no-name fucking teams? Right. Like, it, like, Ty, I agree. Iowa is not a superior team. So for them to be playing Middle Tennessee and beating them 48-3, to it's like, why am I wasting my time even talking about this? Yeah, right. Yeah. They, make, they, they, make, they make money off those games. Right. And off of us watching it. And Middle Tennessee makes Which money is off of getting stopped. <sighs> Fair it's enough. crazy. And that's college football for you. Um, that's about that. That's about that. I haven't watched any MLB playoffs, but Yadier Molina walked it off to force a game five against the Braves. Is that who they're playing? I think so. Cardinals? Yeah, Cardinals, Braves, right? Yeah. And uh, Yadier yeah. walks it off, and he throws his bat just onto the field. Went nuts. And, you know, I forget every October how electric the MLB playoffs are, dude. Just like we don't have a dog in this fight. Like it doesn't matter to us really, but watching these games, is like, you just get, we so, never have. Yeah, exactly. You just get so amped up watching these games. Cause like maybe it's because baseball is the only sport I played my whole life, you know, growing up, but just watching the electricity that is MLB playoffs is fucking awesome. Just something about it. Something about it, dude. Yeah. It's hard not to get emotional about baseball. Is that what they say? No, it's what Billy Bean said. Yeah, I'll I'll show you where the bean is. Chicago and also under the the hood. (laughs) Los Frijoles. (laughs) La Rosita. What? I don't know. (laughs) I can't believe you just fucking said that. (laughs) Degenerate. Under Uh, the hood. Yeah, you get it. Anyways... Should we wrap this B up? Yeah, I think so, because necesito usar a baño ahora. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll I'll take it as, yeah, that's good. And McGrory's headphones are dying. Yeah, that's true, too. All right, the left uh, one's already dead. <laughs> uh, episode 97, Yinzertainment Podcast is Tuesday, October 8th. Check us out. Just go to our website, yinzertainment.com. Uh, the links to our social media, Twitter, Instagram, they're on there. Uh, the links to all the platforms to listen to the podcast they are on there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on YouTube. Just search Yins Entertainment. Uh, our social media, at Yins Daily. Like I said, just go to YinsEntertainment.com. You can find it all there. Uh, episode 97 will be back next week. Episode 98, we have uh, hopefully a guest coming on for that. We'll talk some Steelers football after this Chargers game Sunday night. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll be back in a week. And until then, just take it sleazy. You know what I'm saying? All right. Always. (laughs) Just juice.